0: Well, we, we don't think too much about uh, what, what competitors are doing. Only four entities have launched a space capsule into orbit and successfully brought it back. The United States, Russia, China. There's sometimes a debate about going to Mars one way. You will not be sorry, or maybe you will. And Elon Musk. I think Mars should really have great bars. Um, the Mars bar. <laughs> Maso. Looking at some of the most often ignored aspects of the colonization of Mars. My name is Fleming Hoker Sansen and this is the first episode of Marso, a new podcast focusing exclusively on colonizing Mars. There's a lot of stuff going on with Mars right now. There's some people focusing all their energy on sending humans to Mars. SpaceX is an example. Elon Musk is very determined to send people to Mars. That's all very good and well. And sometimes he uh, he announces something on Twitter. And, and it's all, all great, 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 really. Then there's Mars Society and Mars One. They have their focuses regarding Mars. But there's some things I feel is overlooked. Things that... I at least find somewhat important. Because how about everyday life on Mars? I'm not thinking about should the habitats be small, one-family habitats, or should it be large domes with cities uh, inside, or... Well, I'm not gonna say it doesn't interest me, but there's plenty of people looking into that. No, what's really interesting is everything else. How about... Which language should we speak on Mars? Yeah, this is uh, an intro episode. By the way, it's... Uh, usually I will be focusing on one specific topic. Talk a lot about that. This is an intro episode. I'm going to look at what is it you can expect for the next couple of months. Perhaps up to a year. <laughs> Which languages are we going to speak Right now, on the International Space Station, it's Russian and English. Those two languages are quite important. But how about Mars? Will we recreate the nation-states of Earth just on Mars? Will we have an English-speaking colony, a Russian-speaking colony, a Chinese-speaking colony? Yeah, that that would be great, right? Let's recreate the nation-states of Earth. Okay, you maybe get the feeling that I'm not really into that. Um, How about choosing one language? Should we all speak Russian on Mars? You're simply not going to get sent up there unless you speak Russian. Or English, or Chinese, or whichever language we choose. Or should we choose a neutral language? I mean, Denmark is not a huge space nation. Uh, We could... We could choose Danish for a future Martian colony. I mean, all Americans and Russians will struggle equally hard to learn Danish. I mean, it'll it'll set us all equal. Well, except for me, of course. (laughs) No, perhaps we should choose something else. How about inventing a language? I mean, inventing a Martian language. Wouldn't that be cool? Okay, it's, it's probably overkill. Um, so, so how about something like Wallapuque, Edo, Esperanto, something like that? Wouldn't it be a lot better to choose a neutral language that would set practically everyone equal? Because equality is not just a matter of rights. Okay, so uh, let's look at that some other time. How about currency? How are we going to pay for stuff? Are we going to use uh, US dollars? Euros? (laughs) Muscles? I don't know, I don't know. And quite frankly, I don't care. But could we agree that we are not going to walk around with banknotes and coins? Of course it should be digital, right? But should it be traceable? digital traceable, or should it be digital non-traceable? Hmm. let's look at that some other time. How about time? I mean, now I, I've mentioned time a couple of times. But how about time? The Martian day is nearly the same length as an Earth, Earth day. Earth, 24 hours. Mars, 24 hours, nearly 40 minutes. But are we going to have a part hour by the end of the day? No, of course not. What does NASA do right now? Well, what they do is, they say, Martian day, 24 hours. They just just adjust the length of the second. That's a pretty good idea, isn't it? I mean, okay, yeah, a second on Mars is not the same length as a second on Earth. But quite frankly, who gives a... (laughs) But when we are at it, 24-hour day, oh, come on, how about 25? How many times haven't we thought if just it was 25 hours or 10 hours for that matter? It doesn't really matter. But shouldn't we look at time instead of just saying, oh, We're just gonna adjust a second, and it'll all be be great, and we'll have 24 hours, um, 60 minutes an hour, 60 seconds a minute. Is that really what we want? Let's look at that some other time. Oh, then there's a whole great thing about navigation, because we are so used to have GPS satellites in space around Earth, and GPS receivers in our hands. Uh, I mean... Everybody here listening to this probably is either listening on a cell phone or at least got one. And there's a GPS receiver. And we are surrounded by GPS. Moving to Mars? Mm-mm. No GPS. And I mean, that's all very good and well. If you're moving that in a radius of 25 kilometers from your Martian base, then you can see it. But how about if you move a little further away? I mean, getting lost on Mars, that doesn't really sound as fun as it could have been. I mean, it's not like you're just going to stop over somewhere, camp by a lake and and think about it till tomorrow. Maybe stop someone on your way and, and ask directions. I mean, that's just not what you're going to do on Mars. So perhaps... We would need some way to find our way. Let's look at that some other time. Well, if we are going to redefine the second, how about the meter? Should we redefine a meter? Mm, Probably not. What would we benefit? I mean, perhaps we should just keep it. Let's look at that some other time. How about power? Who needs to be in power? Are we going to have a base commander, a dictator, or democracy? How are we going to organize this? And should it be base-wide or should it be planetary-wide? I mean, in the beginning, it'll probably be roughly the same because there's only going to be one base on Mars, one colony on Mars. But what about when it expands? we're not just talking about the first few years here we're talking about laying the ground for it i mean we should we should really think about this i believe we should oh there's a lot more to to look at around here because how about education i mean it's so nice and easy we live in a huge world here on earth i mean I can go to a university in, in, uh, in my nearest, largest city. Or I can go to a university in an another city or in another country. It's quite common, actually. On Mars, if you want to, t- to get yourself an education on Mars, it doesn't really matter if it's a university or, or some technical school or whatever it is. I mean, you don't have a lot of choice. So how do we do it on Mars? How about people's behavior? Is everybody going to behave nicely? Do we need laws? Law enforcement? How are we going to sanction people? How about, how about a social system? I mean, can we afford having people on Mars who for some reason or another lose their job and can't afford a place to live? I mean, what are we going to do? Throw them out in a spacesuit and say, yeah, you probably got oxygen here for five hours. That's really your problem. <laughs> Wouldn't that be murder? What are we going to do about poor people on Mars? How about sick people? Are we going to say, yeah, um, that's really a shame. You can't afford treatment. In some countries on Earth, people are disabled by diseases and and accidents that didn't really need to disable them, but they couldn't afford treatment. Perhaps a society on Earth can afford these people, but can a society on Mars? What should we do? Should we kill them off? Should we send them back to Earth? Should we take care of them? What are we going to do about them? Anyway, um, another thing. And that's for a much later date, uh, <laughs> I assure you that. Um, the most basic material on earth for production of goods is plastic. I don't care what people say. Plastic, plastic, plastic. I mean, look around you. Can you find... Yeah, okay, you can find things that ain't made of plastic, but <laughs> but look around you. You can't avoid plastic on earth. We don't have dead dinosaurs in the ground on Mars. We can't pump up oil from the Martian underground and make plastic. Not going to happen. We can make plastic on Mars. Sure, I've heard that. I don't know if it's true, but but it was a quite knowledgeable man who said it. I can't remember his name. Um, And I'm not going to use him as a source here for that very uh, obvious reason. But he was like, yeah, we can make plastic on Mars. Because there's a lot of chemicals in the atmosphere and in the ground. We can make chemicals on Mars. Uh, we can turn them into plastic. And and it'll all be good. But do we want to make the same mistakes on Mars as on Earth? I mean, I don't know if, if we'll decide on not recreating Earth nation states on Mars. But but let's say we don't. Would we, would we make an even bigger mistake and make non-degradable non-biodegradable plastic or mass no probably not anyway uh, we should probably round this up this is the first episode an intro episode it's uh, it's gotten quite long I don't know or maybe it was quite short I don't know because I don't know what length I will settle on for these episodes, Um, but there will be one topic each, and this was an overview of quite a lot of topics and some of my initial thoughts on them. But I would like to mention one thing, because some people have raised concern, what if there was uh, microbes on Mars? Will we be contaminating Mars, so we wouldn't be able to distinguish Martian life from Earth life? Probably not. I found an article. I originally intended to to read a few paragraphs from it, but I don't really have time constraints on this podcast. But still, I I think we should probably stop around here. Uh, So I would like to to read something. Mars covered in toxic chemicals that can wipe out living organisms. Tests reveal. Now, I think you should click on the link in show notes. And um, I think you should read it, because it quite clearly states that there's no risk of contamination at all. Because on the surface, everything will just die. I mean, if you leave out a few microbes, they will die. So you will have to dig quite deep, two to three meters, before there's any chance of finding anything that can have survived. So there's really no risk of contamination. Anyway, we should probably round this up, and I hope you will join again in a month.